I'm Blake. You know, I was thinking about what to fill in right here, and uh, I was watching uh, Wayne's World 2 uh, for the 18 millionth time the other day. You know the scene with the DJs that they go and talk to, and there's a guy called Mr. Scream, yeah, who just yells every time they cut to him. Is that what you want? I was do? thinking maybe that's what I'll do in these segments, but uh, you know, once it really came time to do it, I didn't have the gumption. Just point your mouth up when you do it. <laughs> Start screaming. Yeah, try it right now. No, that's okay. How about say let's review everything in that voice? Just look up. In what voice? In the scream. Nah, I, I don't think I, I can do it in the radio voice. Like when I was on KNC. Yeah, let's hear your radio voice. Let's review everything. That your radio voice has a very strong southern inflection. <laughs> this didn't. Maybe it's just <laughs> let's no <laughs> review. Let's. <laughs> wait a second. Everything wait, wait. that is not what happened. That didn't just happen. <laughs> Unless I'm really full of shit. Welcome to Let's Review Everything, a podcast where we review everything. It does not matter how many episodes I do. There's always something, mic issue, some something that happens. Yeah. Um, but what are you going to do, you know? I, I mean, don't know. Uh, I'm really enjoying this intro because it's been such a long time since we recorded another intro. Yeah. This, this is our second intro. I wonder if the, it will be good enough for me to splice between the two and I can pick like the best jokes. That could be confusing. Yeah. Maybe I'll just I say do it. Do it and yeah, see what happens. I'm going to input here the funniest thing that you said in the first go round. Sweet. Weird beers. There it was. There, that was God, classic. <laughs> that was great. Classic. Oh, uh, so good. Um, so this week with us, that, ver- that baritone voice you heard. Mm. Oh, that was hard to say. Did it sound weird when I said it? Baritone kind of voice. Part of your thing. I doubt that I can't speak well. <laughs> well, just you get tongue-tied sort of easily. Yeah, I actually have some um, rhymes and some tongue twisters that I'm going to do later on today. I can't wait to hear that. Uh, actually, you're going to do that. I'm not doing them. Okay. They're part of the game we're going to play today. Okay. But this week, on Let's Review Everything, we are going to review One Hit Wonders. And with us to do that is a friend of mine and a very pretty face for Amos to look at. My name is you Jason Roman. Jason Roman. Yeah, um, yeah. It's because if I could grow a beard, Aww. your beard is the one I would want. It's a good one. It okay. is. It's well kept. Thank you, guys. It's full. Thank you. See, I, I mine, no matter what I do, it's never going to be all that full. I always only look at the right side of your face, so I don't know what the left side of your beard looks About like. About the same. This took, I mean, it, it's literally, it's still a work in progress. It's taken. I, I don't think so. I it's think. taken 30 years to grow this beard. Wow. For it to, for it to truly fill out. <laughs> never shaved. I've never shaved. Yeah. Um, I have to shave because only once a week, but when it grows in, I look like someone who's going through hormone You shave therapy. once a week? Yeah. So you have very slow growing facial. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, always interesting to me how like the variation, not just facial hair, but body hair with dudes, like there's such a huge variation, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny to me. Like even like I have two brothers and my dad. None of them is all that hairy, but I'm pretty hairy. And I'm like, where did this come from? What'd your milkman look like? <laughs> if you know, <laughs> if I had, if I ever saw a milkman, I would, I would be shocked. Exactly. What the fuck is that guy doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you taking around milk? Well, yeah. Why are these people that milk's going to go bad? What the right. fuck is wrong with you? There's a man giving you <laughs> milk. Who is this asshole? Something's not on the level if you've got a milkman. Right. No, body hair is weird, though. You're right. Um, 
I'm I'm balding on the top, and I really feel like all of my hair on top is in like a, a race down that's, my that back. Is, that's exactly, <laughs> that, is, that is real life problems. We're we're running that same race. Yeah, every every year a little bit less is on the very top of my head, and it shows up in a strange. Place. One of mm-hmm. my earliest memories was in Canada as a kid. My mom took me to um, get some donuts at. I'm pretty sure you can guess where. Every time you say in Canada, like my mind starts racing to come up with a joke. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Nothing's happening right it, now. You know, you're Maple totally not a comedian if you can't come up with a Canadian joke. I've already thrown out as many as, I mean, we've been doing this podcast a while. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what? Donut, Dunkin' Donuts? No. no I don't, mm. Oh, Tim Hortons. Yeah, they have donuts. Okay. So I was at Tim Hortons, um, and an old man came up to me because I was wearing a hat um, like those newsy hats. I was obsessed with newsy hats as a kid and I wore this like, um, jean jacket. suspenders on too. No, I didn't. The whole but carb. He came up to me and he said, you know why you shouldn't wear hats? You gotta remember, like, I, I don't know how old I was, but I was a kid. Mm-hmm. This is like one of my earliest memories. Was that what he said? And then he p- turned, he took off his hat and he was like, because you'll lose your hair. Oh God. And I remember that that was the day that I stopped wearing hats. <laughs> Whoa. And since you have then. You a lot of hair. Yeah. And since then. Glorious head of hair. Uh, I mean, I only wear hats very rarely. And huh. it's because and they're of that, only newsies. Because hats. I was afraid of losing my hair since I was like five years old. I was told that too. And I just, like everything, I'm like. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure I was told that too. Stupid grandpa. old person telling me things that aren't true. Yeah. Um, what do you know? But I have, I mean, I wear baseball caps a lot or i used to and here we are so who knows mm-hmm. great for back hair though yeah stop drinking on mike sorry <laughs> you said that so like you just broke a law fuck you fuck you for drinking on mike uh no one of our last uh the the last one i edited which has come out you know if you're listening to this it came out a while ago it was it was sam and it was tv uh, towards the end, I guess I didn't notice when he was doing it, but he was clicking a pen. <laughs> oh, I never so, noticed. No, because I went through and I had to like. Oh, oh, right. I had right. to splice out him clicking his pen. Oh, good. That was like coming up in the mic. It was like, man, that's a pen be, noise. Did it take you a while to figure it out, or did you know immediately what that was? No, I thought I was having a stroke or something, <laughs> man. <laughs> Is anyone else here smelling this burning popcorn? I'm hearing clicking noises, and I'm sm- smelling popcorn. Apparently, that happens. I don't know if that's true, but if you're having a stroke. So having a stroke in at the fair or in the theater. It, You'd never know. You're, you're never, never going to know. know. Yep. Huh. This movie is all of a sudden great. Oh, wait. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that that was one of the last uh, reviews by Ebert. <laughs> Jesus. He's no? just too soon. How is it too soon? <laughs> no, he's been dead for like 12 years. Then. I don't even know. Didn't he die of cancer? I know uh, they had to remove like half of his face. Yeah. He's yeah. a pretty amazing dude. <laughs> Shout out to what is it, Robert or Roger? Roger. Roger. Okay. Roger Ebert. What are we talking about today? One hit wonders. One hit so wonders. Right. Certainly not a one hit wonder. No. Nope. Roger he Ebert. He had so many hits. Pro, so prolific. Let's do doing the voice. An icebreaker. Yeah. This is what I want to know. Okay. Would you rather wear Hats with buckles, buckle hats forever. Like a pilgrim? Like a, yeah, like a pilgrim? Yes. But, okay. not, but not just a pilgrim. Like all... A true hats. believer. 
You know, like a true believer. Well, like on my baseball cap has a big buckle on it. Boom. Oh. You got it. Or cowboy hat. Somehow well. everyone knows you as Skin Zipper. Whoa, what? Yeah, that's your nickname. The fuck did you come up with that? Yeah, skin zipper. Fuck is a skin zipper? I don't know. So you have a few things to think about. How did you get the nickname? Why does everyone know you as it? Hmm. Or do you want to wear hats with buckles? And hats with buckles. Uh, easy. Yeah. Nobody's calling skin zipper. That's like the grossest nickname <laughs> you could possibly have. Yeah. Okay. But you always have to wear the hat. Like you always. What about have to places where always. where it's disrespectful? Or it's seen at like if I'm at a funeral and I have my buckle hat on. <laughs> I think I think you have to wear your buckle hat. Okay, okay. The buckle you hat have to find a hat that's I, appropriate. I wouldn't. So either you are known as the person who you know wears a variety of hats, but that they all have, have buckles. Buck- yes, I think I would double down on the pilgrim hat and just wear that all yeah. the time. Bring it back. Why so, do you think they have buckles? Do you think that the hats were flying off their heads a lot and they needed to like tighten I them down? I don't think that's how it works. You don't think they're functional? I don't even know if they really had buckles. <laughs> uh, who knows? I don't know anything about... Do you think that all that. the pilgrims were actually cone heads? Yes. That's what I do. That's too. why they maintained low tones so well. What about you, Jason? Uh, I got to go with the buckle hat too. I, as a guy that, that wears hats... Pretty much exclusively anyway. Yeah. It's not going to be that big of a change for me. Really? Just buckle hats all so day. No one here wants... Skin zipper, though? I, I mean, I'm struggling to even come up with an explanation for that. If I knew someone with the nickname Skin Zipper, I think <laughs> that, like, I don't... I think I would on. get a tattoo of a zipper somewhere. <laughs> okay. And then just people would be like, what's up, Skin Zipper? And be like, oh my God, why does it call you Skin Zipper? Well, I got this stupid tattoo a long time ago. Mm. And it's just like a zipper on my skin. There you go. Easily, uh, easily explained away. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I still think that person's probably really an alien <laughs> mm-hmm. or a pod person or something, or one of the mole people. Or, buf- mole or people. Buffalo Bill. He wants to put your skin yeah. on and zip it over his own. <laughs> All right. You have to work the word tantalizing. <laughs> tantalizing into at least three conversations every day. <laughs> <That's> or <laughs> anyone under... Five four. You have to refer to as squirt. No, one no, or the other. Come on. He's, it's either hey squirt or you have to be using the word tantalizing. That so I mean that's not exactly bigotry, but it could it verges so closely in oh, some yeah, situations. Yeah. <laughs> Calling so, I mean because going to get you in trouble. It's going to get you in trouble. It's definitely going to get you in trouble. Um, what was the other one again? Oh, tantalizing. <laughs> that one's perfect. That, I'd go with that one. I could easily work that in. That might get you in trouble too, though. Well, I mean, HR. can you choose? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not going to say anything like that. Is can you choose where to use it? Oh yeah, for sure. I, I would just <laughs> knock them all out in the morning. Sure. Three different sentences. It has to be in conversation. You can't be in the morning yeah. doing vocal warm-ups. Well, no. I mean, like... Tantalizing, tantalizing. <laughs> tantalizing, tantalizing, tantalizing. Like, I get out of the shower. I go back into the bedroom, and let's say my girlfriend's there, and I just say, that shower was tantalizing. That so you check one. that she... This toothpaste is tantalizing. That's yeah, I might do that, too. You look tantalizing. Sweetheart. 
Um, well, but she would know that I'm we've just said trying the to check word it so I'm going to lose now, its meaning. Right. It has oh. lost. It's lost its meaning to me. What is the definition of tantalizing? I feel like I shouldn't say that on mic because there's so many plosives that come with that. It's a very plosive yeah. word. Tantalizing. That's tantalizingly plosive. <laughs> Surreptitiously. <laughs> Surreptitiously tantalizing. tantalizing. Yeah. That's a, now we're just saying that's words. That's a spirit. Tantalizing. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a word that gets more meaning if you. Glad I don't. Uh-huh. I'm glad I don't have headphones on. Right <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't like it. Uh, all right, so I those guess, are the easiest icebreakers I think you've ever yeah. came up, come up with. I thought that it would be more of a conversation. Believe I'm going to go with tantalizing for the record. I'm going to I'm going to say that. All right, if you called someone a buckle hat, what do you think? Well, fucking, fucking buckle hats. It, it makes me think of. I'm in line with all these fucking buckle hats. <laughs> well, so you think that's what the Salem witches called all the the persecutors? <laughs> these fucking buckle hats coming down the road. I was making oh, some shit. potions, and then I had to worry about all these fucking <laughs> buckle hats. Goddamn buckle hats! They're, but you can make up words that kind of sound offensive, and you're like, that could easily be a like I whenever I yeah like a bucklehead or guac. Like whenever I order mm. guacamole, yeah. I always guac and you feel like it's a slur. Oh, don't you think guac sounds like a slur? It could. It could. All sure. those fucking guacs. Yeah. See? I mean, yeah. I don't know of to what. I know. mean, I'm mildly offended. Yeah, right? <laughs> Just hearing it. Yeah. You know what would really irritate me? Well, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> what? You know what really grunts me? I, I feel like I'm going to go down a rabbit hole that's. Yeah. It's like any time. Those buckleheads living in them rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> yes that sounds that sounds like i am super offensive exactly yeah yeah I don't know, it sounds like you're really confused about the sounds world. like you're clint eastwood in gran <laughs> torino right I, now. I re- <laughs> it sounds Are like you one of those buckleheads, buckleheads. those rabbit holes or i'm a bad guy in the movie of watership down yes that's what i started thinking about <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that hazel looked at bucklehead and was very afraid inlay and emblier said all of those buckle hats. Some of the words in that book Minus. are so amazing. What, like the word for cars? What was it? It's like her doo doo, her doo doo, which is just fun to say. <laughs> also, sounds like an offensive term. It does. Well, yeah, I guess so. Or it's like, it, like that girl pooped. <laughs> her doo doo. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> All so right. So everyone has stopped <laughs> listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Now. Yeah. We can really t- say how we feel. Yeah, all you weirdos that are still here. You guys want to define uh, one-hit wonders? Yeah. Let, let's do that. All right. So one-hit wonders have to start in the 1960s because that's when the Billboard um, ranking system began. Huh. That's That's interesting. I didn't think about that piece of it because, I mean, obviously there were – you know, in the sort of the way we think of what a one-hit wonder is, there were those in the fifties. Yeah, there have been those since radio. Um, but I, I see what you mean. If there is no, if there's no ranking system, right, then it's right. hard to say one-hit wonder. I'm sure we could guess, right? Yeah. Um, but like, uh, um, I'm gonna fuck up the names. I just realized that the. Just now, like, was his name Bill Haley or Bob Haley, or was it something else? And the Comets, oh, they had that song "Rock Around the Clock." I think, yeah, yeah, and that was in the that may have been at the like late forties, and that was clearly a one hit. Well, it would be today. I mean, it's the only song of his I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
Anyway, yeah, so we're starting with uh, the 60s. So billboard rankings. There's some people who go by like the strict definition, and I found some websites that were into that. And it's basically that a band or person get to number one and then never hit the billboard again. Yeah. And then there are other people who say, you know, you have to hit number one, and if you only get one number one, you're still considered a one-hit wonder, even if you're like in the top 100 again. Oh, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. And I I don't really want to differentiate between the two because that excludes some songs that I think everyone would think are one-hit wonders. Um, But that's pretty much the definition. Okay. It's easy enough, right? Sure. Uh, What's interesting, though, and you actually knew one of the songs. I did not. If we were to start with the 1960s, I don't think I knew Mm -mm. many of these. Okay. Um, and one was in the year 25. 25. I had never heard that. And Jason, you said you had never no, heard that. No, no. It's a strange the artist name. The artist name. The artist's artist name is Zager and Evans. Mm. Okay. Yep. I said that like I knew. I knew I was going <laughs> to. So that's weird. Like, mm-hmm. what? that's weird. That song. Well, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it was late sixties. Uh, everyone is on drugs. Is that it? Is it that everyone's on drugs? Well, that, I don't. I mean, I, I think it's, it's like a sci-fi story. Yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a sort of a cautionary tale. Can you about, name another hit song that's basically a sci-fi? A uh, hit song? This was a one-hit one. Well, I mean, I can name other song like pop songs that sound like science fiction. That no, that means basically a science fiction story because yeah, it's like like, uh, like in the year thirty-five, thirty-five, a robot is controlling your legs. The funniest thing about that to me is that they think it would take thousands of years for that to <laughs> like by the end of the song, it's like, man, we're like ten thousand years in the future. Yeah, I'll be amazed if we're not dead. Well, I mean, we will be dead, but. I won't. As a species. Yeah. Um, it's also interesting how the billboard has changed, like the chart process. Uh-huh. Like, so back then, it was just radio plays, and then it turned into radio plays and how many you sold, how many singles you sold. Then they split out, like, all the different types of lists, and it would be like, you'd be on the top for singles or albums or whatever. And then kind of recently it's downloads well i was gonna ask it, it can't be radio and streaming play. and now they add, and they added streaming and they added um youtube plays that's what i was gonna say i feel like youtube plays are the biggest yeah. indication and also very interesting is that apple and spotify have stopped giving the billboards their data of course mm-hmm. they have. and both apple and spotify have created their own top charts now so they're basically saying yep. we want to we want to control the charts. That's interesting. That's something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, in the year uh, twenty five twenty five, Apple will musicians will not be paid for music. Yeah, 
uh, in the sixties, man. So Amos, since you knew that song, do you know these, uh, the shocking blue Venus? Uh, if you played it, I might, I don't know if I know that from the, it's, so it's Nirvana's first ever single that they, Oh, I, oh, I thought we were still talking about the six. No, no, this is, this is so right, Nirvana covered this. Okay. Got it. I got it. And it became like a big song or whatever, but I had never heard this so before. Wait, Nirvana covered it. And then yeah. the original became a big song. This is live in Japan. Yeah, I had never heard the song before. Oh, yeah, I definitely remember their cover. Clapping along is nice. That's a jam right there. Yeah, they, they had this song in like a like a ladies razor blade commercial years ago it's a good song she's got it she's got it boy is that that's not yeah. this she's got it yeah. Yeah, oh there you go there you go she's got it pretty cool well so this isn't what Nirvana was Oh, fuck, I don't remember. I think, I mean, these notes from this website says that Nirvana's first ever single and the first record in Sub Pop Single of the Month Club was a cover of Shocking Blue Love Buzz. Oh, a different song. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was about to say, Nirvana covering that would be weird. Nah, mm-hmm. That was a jam, though. Yeah. And then uh, there's a lot of like early 60s stuff that was basically like uh, actors and Western, like people from like famous westerns talking stuff like Leonard Nimoy's song about Bilbo Baggins yeah a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it doesn't really get interesting until like the late 60s and then there's stuff that we know like kung fu fighting I don't need to play that right sure, I know that yeah. yeah um how, how much of the lyrics do you think you know uh just start the off the first like stanza or yeah, two. give me the yeah. first stanza see what see how far you think you can get you know what? I don't know. On the spot, I don't know. If I'll, I'll give it a All right. shot. Give it a Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kicks were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. And then they all had expert it. timing. Expert <laughs> timing. <laughs> well, that's the the chorus. Did they just repeat? Yeah. How did it start? It's like I was in a funky dojo, something or other. Something about a funky dojo. <laughs> really, if you listen to it, it sounds. It's it's. I don't know if it's explicitly racist, but it's like mixing in a lot of things. Oh, gotcha. It's not very culturally aware. Let's say that. No, but I mean, you know, in the boroughs, there was such an overlap of culture. I think that we see like a strong like kung fu and funk and hip hop. And and so listening to music like that, you can like well, hear I'm just saying like overlaps. if you're in a dojo, like, you know, a dojo's. Well, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but a dojo is a Japanese term and kung fu is a chinese oh yeah art, that kind of thing okay but i don't know maybe they call it a dojo too i don't have any idea <laughs> no um what else i mean what makes a one-hit wonder a one-hit wonder do you think are there like multiple because there are some one-hit wonders that suck are good songs right you're like, Most like, of them, I that, think, are good that, songs. Not necessarily Kung Fu Fighting. That's kind of... That's an awesome song. <laughs> sure. Sure. But... It's definitely a novelty. <laughs> that song we listened to right before with Blue something or whatever, the Venus. Yeah. Like, that That was a good rock and roll song. Sure. Kung Fu Fighting, it, 
it's almost the topic itself that makes it as interesting yeah, as like the that's music. the hook. The hook is like what it's about. That, well, so I mean, the chorus is also pretty hooky. It is very hooky. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, there's a difference between having like one really good rock and roll song that's just like, oh, it's a good rock and roll song, and then having something that's like, I don't know, the topic itself is kind of kitschy, which maybe pushes it up a little bit, you know? I th- I think that was sort of a common thing in uh, hits during the '70s for whatever reason, like stuff like Disco Duck. <laughs> Oh, of, I have that on here. There's a lot of... Should we play Disco Duck for people who have never heard it? I don't think I'm familiar with that. Uh, I mean, you could. Should you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if we can find Disco Duck. That would be weird if you couldn't find it. Now, can we get sued for playing it? Probably. I'm pretty sure that I could get sued for a lot of things. This is Disco Duck. Yeah, I don't know why I said we... It's under your name too. I mean, was this was this blasting at Studio Fifty Four? People just high as hell on cocaine. And just think so. Moving my feet to the disco beat. How in the world could I keep my seat? I'm not sure though. Is this the right one? I don't think it's the right one. This doesn't sound like the right one. All of a sudden, I begin to change. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, let's not try to play another disco duck, though. That, that what that could have been or may not be the famous disco duck song that we're referencing. <laughs> we're really just going to make ourselves look like assholes this whole podcast. But that's cool. That's the funnest part. Uh, so there's play that funky music. Yeah. White boy. Mm hmm. You're staring at me. I don't know. Why. I just felt like you were going to drop some knowledge about uh, about that song. Yeah, about Casey and the Sunshine Band. Is that who did it? I think so. See, this is what I mean. I'm going to be wrong way more than I'm right. I have Wild Cherry on here. Oh yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what well, what's Casey and the Sunshine Band known for. You steal my sunshine. No, no, no that would be Lynn. I don't uh, know that. Lynn. See, once we get to 90s and beyond, gonna, yeah, we'll be yeah. Way, Well, 90s and 2000s, we'll be pretty confident. And then after that, I won't know anything. But, uh, uh yep. Here you go. Another novelty song. It is definitely novelty. I think we our generation though just knows this from Anchorman. Anchorman, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I'm not certain that I would have ever heard this song if not because no. this didn't like. So growing up, I listened to the oldies station more than I listened to anything else. So I think we all did. Didn't there's we? a '50s and '60s era that I'm very familiar with, but it's not like they were playing Starland Vocal Band because that song's lame. But uh, it, you know, it did become a little more you know the zeitgeist was a little more aware uh because of anchor man so i don't know if i would have heard that song otherwise all right so i'm gonna instead of playing some i want to go through some and then if you guys know it just sing a bar from it okay <laughs> okay and the ones we don't know we'll play okay uh ring my bell i need a yeah you know that one you can ring my bell. Nailed it. Ring my yeah. bell. My fault said it was so great. Yeah. Um, what about Knock on Wood by Amy Stewart? I know Knock on Wood by uh, 
shit, Eddie, uh, now I can't remember his name, but I, it's probably not the same song. I don't know, it might be actually. My, my wife knew this and I did not. Yeah, it's the same song, but this is a... Well, yeah. This isn't the version that, that I know. Like, it's a Stax Records song, but this is way later. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my shit. Mm. See, look up. Just look up the song. Knock on wood again. Yeah, because that version. The sequel is. I mean, not- that may have been a hit, but if you hear the song on the radio now, it's probably not that version. I guess it depends on what station you're listening to. But the original. Let's see. Knock on wood. The original comes up right away. That's not uh, look, look for Eddie by Eddie Floyd. Eddie Floyd, there we go. I knew it was Eddie something. Yeah, see, this is way more my oh, speed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, slowed it down a little bit. Well, this is the original, so. But this one is, wasn't the one that wonder. I guess not. Amy's I mean, it was a hit, but maybe well, so not. We were talking about that before you got here, like. Has there ever been a one-hit wonder that was a one-hit wonder from this band? And this band is known for that being a one-hit wonder. And then another band covered that. Yeah. And that's the song that they are known for as their one-hit wonder. So it's like a, a one-hit and two wonders a two from hit, it. Yeah. It's like an Inception one-hit. Two wonders. <laughs> it's like a Russian two, Nesquik. Two wonders, song. one hit. <laughs> yeah. It would be like if the only way it would have happened is if Anaconda ended up being a one-hit wonder by uh what's her name the the very successful multiple hit oh, Come on. Nicki Minaj. Nicki, Nicki Minaj. So Nicki Minaj did Anaconda and that that sampled Baby Got Back. Mm-hmm. Too bad that she wasn't a one-hit wonder then we would have had it. Yeah. You know? But actually not. Because I like Nicki Minaj. Has she ever had a uh, number one single? I'm pretty sure. Surely. Multiple ones. Multiple. Okay. So. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I, 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 don't, I don't care to Google it, but I'm almost positive multiple. Our knowledge of these one-hit wonders is going to exist solely in like the 90s and the early 2000s. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Funky Town. Yeah. By Lips, apparently. Yeah. Won't you take me to... Thank you. Funky Town. Uh, what are the lyrics after that? <laughs> uh, they repeat that. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Won't you take me to Funky Town? I'll give you the directions too. Funky, Funky Town. Take a look at the post office too. Funky, <laughs> Funky Town. Put Zip this code two seven two five two. Funky, Funky Town. Town. And enter this into <laughs> Google Maps. Directions too. That's Funky it. Town. Exactly how that song goes. Um. Oh, so this is good. Uh, there are a few, only a few songs with no lyrics. That were number one hits. Mm. And here is one of them. And yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So Chariots of Fire. Yep. It was a one hit wonder. It was from a motion picture about what looked like people running. I think running, yeah. We, we talked about it on our sports episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, en- Enoch knew that that would be my favorite sports movie. <laughs> That's right. I'm a pretentious prick, and he's aware. <laughs> this song always reminds me, though, of National Lampoon's Vacation, 
when they finally make it to Wally World. They oh, play this yeah. song while the Griswolds are running through the parking lot to the closed doors. Spoiler alert. <laughs> of Wally World. Uh, Mickey by Tony Basil. Hey, Mickey. Uh, oh, that- yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Not hey Mickey, novelty. you're so fine. You're so fine, you blow my Hey Mickey. Now I'm wondering, as I'm saying this, like what makes a novelty song and what's not? Because clearly it is, but what does that even mean? I don't know if I want to unpack that though. Mm. Oh, the Miami Vice theme song apparently <laughs> went number one. Sweet. I feel like we should play that. Cocaine fueled <laughs> all the way to number one. <laughs> makes very good rocket fuel. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Not a real instrument on the song. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll, I'll just synthesize it. Synthesize it real. Well, sure. Uh, I don't know this song. What's it called? When I'm With You by Sheriff. I don't know if I know that one. Mm. Oh, I know this one, Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. Yeah. Remember that, like, uh, people... Like car commercial? No, people used to say that he killed himself, but he didn't. I didn't Don't worry. That oh, was, wait, yes, no. I be do. Be happy. But he did not kill himself. He just had a one-hit wonder and disappeared. Everyone right. was like, well, you know, that guy killed himself. Like, why? Oh, yeah. why? And, and then that song gets mislabeled as a Bob Marley song a lot. Really? Yeah. I think so. My favorite Bob Marley song is Don't Worry, Be Happy. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the song by Sheriff. Apparently recorded in 1982, but wasn't big until 1988 because some random radio guy put it on and then it became big. That's not it. Maybe it's the way you touch me. Can you guys see the mustache on this dude? Ooh, I can now. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> Everyone needs to look at the cover of this album. Uh, I mean, he's wearing a pirate shirt. Yep. Is that a bandana? Something like that. But his mustache goes... From this angle, it just looks like a high top fade. Oh, man. <laughs> it's even better, and that's how I'll choose to remember it. Oh, I do know. Yes, that. okay. That's going to be, like, I bet every single song on this list, we would know the chorus, if nothing else. I would love to just do a one-hit wonder band in which yes. all I do is play one-hit wonders from the 80s and 90s. There is a market for that, and that market is me. I would buy all that's of your That's a lot of people go to your show. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a handful of bands that just make a living on that. Yeah. yeah. Right said Fred, I'm too sexy. Yeah. yeah. We all know that. Sort of the definition of a one-hit wonder yeah does anyone want to maybe talk about what they're too sexy for their shirt at least mm-hmm. yeah. sir mix a lot baby got back don't need to play that Ooh, the heights how do you talk to an angel i don't know if i know that one. Oh, how yeah. do you talk to an angel <laughs> you don't know that one now i know beautiful <laughs> <laughs> thank uh, you for committing oh, so much to that blake I, I always commit. A Whole New World, Aladdin's theme, apparently is a one-hit wonder. Wow. It made it to number one. Well, can who I, did that? <laughs> who, who sang that? Oh. Hebo Bryson and Regina Bell. Classic. <laughs> Classic duo. When's Aladdin going to have another hit? <laughs> that dude is resting on his <laughs> yeah, laurels. Yeah. Resting on his flying carpet. <laughs> 
<laughs> what one hit wonders from the nineties do you guys remember the most? Well, that Lens song that you uh, steal my sang a little was that from the nineties or, or I think it was two thousands. What was that one song that that was 2000. Reference. Steel My yeah. Sunshine had okay. to be 2000. What about that one that referenced Marilyn Manson? I was just about to say. Who um, did that? Uh, I know this because I actually had that record, but now oh, I can't oh think gosh. of it. Uh, don't tell me. I mean, you can edit this, but uh, shit. I definitely know this, but it's... it's I know what you're talking about, too. Oh, well, God damn it. Uh, I don't remember. It's New new Radicals, something like that. That's what it is. It is definitely New Radicals. How did it go, though? Uh, now all I can think of is right set for it. <laughs> I think it went. I'm too, too sexy, sexy for my shirt. for for Marilyn Manson. <laughs> um, that song's pretty good. That's a catchy tune. Uh, another one that I always liked was the Semisonic song. Oh yeah, closing time. Oh yeah. Do you guys want to look at the what consequence of sound? Tainted Love? Oh, yeah. So tainted Love. I've got the consequence of sounds, the top 20 one-hit oh, wonders. Yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So we got Great list. Tainted Love. Oh, look at that. I don't know the human beans. <laughs> <laughs> the human beans? That's what it says. B-E-I-N-Z. Nobody but me. The human beans. <laughs> That's the worst and best. Yeah, you know this song. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, is that what this is? Yeah, you know this song. Oh, yeah, yeah. It um, was featured in, what was it, an episode of The Office uh, that probably uh, made some more people aware of it. Space Hog. Oh, now that is a song I really love. In the meantime, you remember uh, mm. Brian used to play this at Jackpot quite a bit, and that was one of my favorite things. I don't know if I remember this song. It's got one of the best choruses ever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sounds really 90s, too. It's super 90s. I love how the bass is going. This is a great great song, though. You're right. Yeah. It reminds me of the Rembrandts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fake Friends Band. Oh, yeah, that's good. I like any rock song where the bass is featured. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. That's some falsetto right there, man. Yeah. But I proved earlier on Mike that I cannot hit. <laughs> oh, do you guys remember Macy Gray? Yeah. yeah. Of course. She was a one-hit wonder. Huh. I try to say goodbye. Wait, is that her? If I say That's the song. Right? Oh, I sound like Adam Sandler. <laughs> Let's hear a bunch of white guys do their impressions of Macy Gray. Oh, man. Yeah. I went to Macy Gray's pot shop in Amsterdam in like 2001. <laughs> she she owned a pot shop? Yeah. She was had, she there? No. She, she had purchased with her 1999 money. Hey. Her I try money. Yeah. Her I try money bought like one. like it. Uh, oh, Love Hurts. Yeah. That's one everybody knows. Yeah. 70s, you know, quote music videos are always fantastic. I mean, it's just the band performing yeah. weird visual. Like real Ed Sullivan. Do you guys remember um, Napoleon? There was like a song ab- about Napoleon. Yeah, they got number one. Was he too sexy for his hat? No, let's see if I can find it. But like, <laughs> he talked about like, like killing show. people. He talked about killing people. Or like himself? I mean, he killed a lot of people. Yeah. 
You don't get to be dictator without uh, murdering some folk. Well, it was weird because it was just like a kid speaking, I think. Like it was a... Uh, now I'm really confused. Yeah, it was very no, He was just short. He wasn't a child. All right, these are terrible jokes. It's okay. Also, also, he wasn't even really short for the time. This is the loosest episode we've ever done. Is it? I feel like <laughs> it we're, staying, I feel like we're staying on topic here. All right. This is called Napoleon. Oh, yeah, I know. This song. They're coming to it. Take me away. away and I got on my knees and begged you yeah, not this is to one leave wonder. because I go berserk. Yeah. Well, you left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see this is I've super gone scary. completely yeah. out of my too. mind. I if you call it a tune. They're coming to take me away. Take me away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. Hee-hee. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. Jesus Christ. The, the fuck was that? The weirdest thing about songs that like that. That was a one-hit wonder. Right. Is that it reached the top ten on yeah. the bill. resonated with whomever was out there at right. that time. What was it? Was Clockwork Orange the number one movie? <laughs> when did that? Let's see. 1966. Okay. In 1966, people felt like that was a tune they wanted to listen to. More than just, oh my God, that's a weird song. I think that was the version of a, like a viral YouTube clip back then. Like, it's appreciated for its novelty, not for... Yeah, that being fun to listen to. Exactly. That's getting back to the point of like what makes a one hit wonder. It doesn't actually have to be a good song. No. It just has to be something or a song that, at all. Well, it just has to resonate with the zeitgeist of the moment, you know? Like, I feel like we're gonna say zeitgeist a few times yeah. on this episode. It's appropriate though, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. You're not using it incorrectly. It's just one of those No. Did you ever watch that movie Zeitgeist that came out? <laughs> that I, liberal I've propaganda seen... movie? <laughs> And I wouldn't call it a liberal propaganda movie. Okay, liberal. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's what a liberal would say. <laughs> you beta cuck. <laughs> you beta cuck. Uh. That's great. <laughs> uh, so let's do the top 10 from... Um, what is love? So what is love? Baby, don't hurt Which we already spoke about that on a previous episode. Great song, though. We did. Oh, right, yeah, the yeah. 90s dance music. Uh, I don't think I know this one. The Church Under the Milky Way. I'm not sure. And what number is it? I know this one. Number nine. The loveless fascination. I like you too. Under the Milky <laughs> Way tonight. This was a, in Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. Just sounds like these guys really liked. Um, this is the song that I remember from Donnie Darko. Oh, the one I think most people remember is the cover of. Uh, okay, it's Tears for Fears song covered yeah. by what's his name? Um, shit, is it Gary something? Steve Kilby. Huh? Yeah. This sounds like Tears for Fears though. All right, well, that sucked. But this one you guys probably know. Uh, Nina, 99 Luftballons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 99 Luftballons. My favorite song about nuclear pro- proliferation. Okay. There's a hard word to say. Mm. Uh, it is a good song, though. Yeah. Uh, do you remember like when... Because it was in English at some point, right? Right, there are two versions of it. Okay. Yeah, didn't like, Blondie do it or something? Blondie covers it. Blondie covers it. It did? 
Yeah, Blondie would cover it. I think the Cranberries did too, didn't they? Oh, this is... Everyone says that I look like this guy. (laughs) (laughs) It's awful. Remember this jam? Oh, yeah. A friend of mine posted something on Instagram about her band covered this at a show recently, and she realized the audience was too young to know what it was. And that is scary. The mirror... You that do. Looks like you me, do right? kind of. Look uh, like I mean, guy. he's a guy with kind of a big head and glasses. <laughs> yeah, that's thanks. About it. Um, so I mean, I have a big head too. We did uh, Same. three th- big heads. Here. We are three large-headed men. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. I think for about three years we did um, '90s covers every Halloween, and this was my favorite one to do. Oh yeah, because it's fun so fun to sing. Yeah, because he's got it's also the- kind of in your register. I can see you doing sick, this song. But I'm not well. Yeah, it was yeah, super so fun. Good. And also, he has so many fun like inflections. Like the, he, right. he pronounces things so specifically. He's the exact opposite of Billy Corgan. <laughs> like if if you were to take like two bands on like opposite spectrums of how they sing, it's this. I, don't know. I mean, they're both pretty high. I guess, but Billy Corgan, like, I mean, he he only pronounces like three syllables, and somehow you, you <laughs> hear him. <laughs> <laughs> All you hear him do is I exactly. That's it. All you hear. Yeah. Okay. Um, the contours. Do you love me? Is that do do you love me? No, that's not it. Uh, see, this is one I really feel like I ought to know, and yeah. I probably will once I hear it. But... You broke my heart. Oh yeah, of course, immediately. Because I, I couldn't dance. You didn't even. You didn't even love me. want me around, right? Uh, now oh, I'm God. back. To let you know, I can really shake them down. Yeah, see, like, when I was, I feel like. This is one of those songs that I always thought someone else did it. You know? What do you mean? Like, I, I hear this song. Was a part of a large someone catalog, else did do it. You didn't, uh, you didn't record this. What do you mean? <laughs> what, do you, what do you No, mean? no, I mean, like, so this band, The Contours. Yeah. This song is like so well known that I just assumed it was part of someone else's catalog, oh, like sure. a James like Brown a temptation or a Temptations or something. Right. Okay, that I you know I, I just lump into right, right, someone else's greatness. Aha! Take on me, yeah. best also best video I think ever. One of my ah, favorite yeah. videos yeah. of all time. An amazing video. Uh, what about oh, now Blue this, Dialed by the Five Stair Step? This is one of my absolute favorite songs. <laughs> Child, things are gonna get easier. Although y'all's version is not my favorite version. Mm. Hey, how's that sound coming in them cans? Um, Hitting you in the mirror holes. I don't think. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, oh, Natalie Ambruglia. 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 Um, I don't want to sing the song, but you know what it is. Yes, I'm, I'm not going to play it. Mm-hmm. Well, who did that song, um, Mother? No, not dancing. Pink Floyd. No, not <laughs> mother was like, and everything's fine. You remember? You know, what I'm talking um, about? Was I need, need more of it, but mm, that, I'm not, that's kind of ringing a bell. But. It's like, mother, it's like, uh, she's singing like all sweet, and all of a sudden she's like, mother, I'm fine. And then she's like, and everything's fine. No, uh, it's, I gotta find this song now. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking It's from that same, like, she probably played at Lilith Fair. Mm. This artist is that not, not Alanis Morissette, right? No, but it's like Mother Mother. Is that it? I don't know. This is it. 
jeez, yeah. I'm just calling to say hello. How's the weather? How's my father? Maybe I don't know this song. I remember this. I remember this video. This has got to be a one-hit wonder. I don't know if it ever made it up to that high on the charts, though. Just wait. Got some cool pants. I would not call this a good song, though. It's just the chorus, man. The singing is not my cup of tea. You don't remember this jam? I don't know if I remember this. Ah, there we go. Yeah. There's what you're referring to. Yes. I'm freezing. I'm starving. I'm bleeding to I, I like weird. that song. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> Just do. All right. So what what do you think about, and we talked about this a little bit earlier too, but what do you think? About, like Fiona, I'm looking through this list on my phone now, and Fiona Apple, Criminal, like that's that's a one-hit wonder. So, but Fiona Apple's such a prolific artist, and I love Fiona Apple. So, like she's amazing. Radiohead's the same way. So Radiohead, Radiohead is a yeah, one-hit yeah. wonder. I feel like we were all like <laughs> waiting to get to this part of it where we talk about Artists and bands that are really oh, well Oh, sorry known. for jumping the shark there. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have a structure to it. Um, but yeah, like, so the the classic examples, Jimi Hendrix, Grateful Dead. Yeah. Technically yeah. one-hit wonders, which is bizarre. Warren Zevon. How bizarre. <laughs> there you go. Bring, like, it, bring it back. Walked right into that <laughs> giant pit. Boo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> The video to that song is awesome, by the way. Where he's just driving a car around. OMC, how bizarre. I don't know. They just look cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're having way more fun than Throwing you were watching that video. Yeah. Um, the Thong song. Yeah. Cisco. Cisco. But of course, I wouldn't put that on the same level as Radiohead, but you know. We <laughs> <laughs> got a pretty deep catalog. They're prolific artists. Yeah. Uh, Do you know another Cisco song? No, definitely not. What is the. Um, Nelly, I think, is tech. No, no, he had. That's all. You about to say something? No, I mean, do you count bands that are so like they're like better than? I mean, shit, Bob Dylan, he never even had a one hit. He didn't have a single top ten hit. I do not believe so. He has had other people do his songs and be in the top. Yeah, like like Hurricane wasn't up there or something. Or I would think Blowing in the Wind. Okay, so let's let's do quick googs and see. <laughs> <laughs> also, that sounds like a slur. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking googs. That's what do you have against to edit that out, actually. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I guess because it's one letter off from an actual. Story. Yeah, yeah. So the highest up he's ever been, it looks from this information, was number twelve and number thirty-five. So he's never Rainy broken the uh, number number ten. Huh. Now How he has that? had other people do his songs and get mm. like yeah, uh, that makes sense. Uh, Hendrix. Uh, Hendrix, but also Guns and Roses. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. When did Bob Dylan die is a question someone just asked. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little sad. <laughs> but, I mean, if he died today, I wouldn't be shocked. 
I just hope he dies on stage because he's he's doing his never-ending tour. So you know, that's a really mean thing to wish for. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's where he wants to die. Probably. Number two, the Sugar Hill Gang, Rapper's Delight. Yep. Yep. Chicken still tastes like wood. Um, and then Modern English, I Melt With You. This is a, a this list I, I, casts a wide net. Yeah. Um, does anyone know the lyrics to I Melt With You? Just the chorus. What's the chorus? I stop the world and melt with you. I like how we did two totally different <laughs> I don't oh, think that's the world. Sounds great over here, guys. <laughs> right. Yeah. So what do we need to do then? We've talked about a bunch of different, you know, I'm sure we've skipped some very important one hit wonders, but we need to stop. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them, right? But how do we, us three right now, create a one hit wonder? Like what would we need to be aware of? So what's going on right well, now? Well, that we are not going to be popular <laughs> In a, uh, I'm just saying, visual for, medium that music oh, yeah. now it. Oh no, but it will be like Blues Traveler, their sure, video, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like <laughs> the, all that, all yeah. of us behind the curtain <laughs> playing. If, if you pulled out, like pulled a harmonica out of your pocket right now and started wailing on it, that would be amazing. Uh, what are some of Blues Traveler's biggest hits? I forget. They just had the one. Right? Had no, the, maybe they had two. I think they had um, to have two. What is the Blues Traveler hit? I can't uh, remember. Uh, I would know it immediately if you heard. All I can hear, all I can hear in my head right now, is the part where he's singing all fast, and I can't make out any of the lyrics. You know, part is that. I'm gonna go straight into an Adam Sandler, so I need to <laughs> look it up <laughs> quick before Blake goes into an yeah, Adam quick Sandler. before Adam Sandler. He did that last episode. <laughs> Let's see. I just started. Is thinking it about the? It. Is it called the Hook? I don't know. Because the hook brings you back. Oh, so there's hook and then there's run around. Run around. Run around. Which one is the big one? Give me the run around. It's a surefire way to heat things up. Yeah, this is the video where, like, they have, like, basically the Counting Crows are up front (laughs) and he's, like, in the back. Playing the actual music. Yeah, they're like, John Popper, we can't put your fat ass out there yeah. all these records. <laughs> wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. This is the video? Yeah, this so is literally the counting <laughs> So the video is that is they have like a cool band on stage who looks awesome. And then they're behind the stage actually. So they're so they are in the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The end. Okay, okay. So it's not it's not like a cynical no. move. It's not a Millie Vanilli situation. <laughs> no, but the band that like is playing on stage looks like they modeled it after the Counting Crows for sure. No, totally. It looks like they've got one person performing on blogs. And then, they got a Wizard of Oz part, and then they've got Eddie Vedder. <laughs> Here it comes everyone, sing along. <laughs> <laughs> And Tom Petty's trying to get into the show. <laughs> so John pa- pa- John Popper's hanging out in the back. So I'm ripping sure he, on our mind. And then for a long time, he like got skinny, and he talked about his food addiction, which was interesting. But in this other interview I saw with him, they talked about how they got big. And at first, when they they were abandoned, they weren't very good. They would just fill up their super soakers with a mixture of water and acid. 
and they would invite everyone to the show promising that they would get high on in like trip balls. So, oh, so the people knew? Yeah, yeah. So people would come and then like okay. they had so this thing. Not a terribly if you had like a red, if you had a red flag, like they had red flags that you could get at the door, like different flags. And if you held the flag up, then the guy on stage would squirt you with acid. Yeah. So well, not like, flag. you know, like. Like, this work like LSD yeah, LSD yeah not and he said that that's how they like got a following and then first... yeah not like corrosive acid. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not like what a Russian agent fucking, is gonna do yeah <laughs> parasitic acid all over your fucking face here the, welcome, you know to, that band, welcome to fucking blues traveler <laughs> yeah you know the band, blues traveler they're like a bond villain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They spray spray corrosive acid on you with a squirt gun. That's like something Guar might do. Penny, Penny, I will take you out with these acids. Like how it's a red flag, too. Like, God. (laughs) So, yeah, that's Blues Traveler. That's a Blues Traveler. Evil oh, you mean the band with the harmonica? Shit. No, the band shit. With I didn't know that. And super <laughs> I don't know if he had a harmonica, but he did kill half of his audience. <laughs> but I no longer acid super soaker. <laughs> but now I look like Two Face. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, what were we talking about, Blues Travel? Uh, well, because they're a one hit one. one- oh, yeah, but no, we were talking like how to make a one. Oh yeah, how to make a one hit. Yeah. Oh, we, we really just called. <laughs> we went down fat. that. We went down that rabbit hole. Just, all yeah. of that was just a fat joke on all. Of yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So we'd be behind. We'd be behind the curtain. That's for sure. But like, <laughs> I mean, the larger question at hand here is that: Do we take the route where we try to write like a really good song, or do we like try to figure out like the pulse of the nation right no, now yeah. and like? Like write something. To I don't even do know. With. Today, I feel like the music industry is so different from almost anything we've covered. Yeah. Like, like okay. Heal the World was a one hit wonder, technically. Well, because they didn't all get back together well, to do another song. Yeah, I mean, but sure. I don't think there's going to be a heal. Like, there's not going to be a song like that now. We are the world. Yeah, we're the, we are the world. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, okay. Who is a one-hit wonder of the past five years? I have no yeah. idea. Well, I don't think who did the Despacito. No, I don't Despacito think you. Song. I don't think you can, because you have to give them at least ten years. You know, because people have had one hit, like two hits within five. Oh, okay. Years. Well, it's two. Uh, I would sure. say the the who's the person who did. You got the bass, or you know that. Like, oh, um, all about the bass. All about the bass. Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer. I Megan think Megan Trainer will end up being a one-hit wonder, but we should give her some time, guys. Yeah, but didn't everybody like immediately when the Macarena came out? They were like, these guys are one hit wonders, like for the sure. rest of their lives, whatever. Same thing with the Scatman. Yeah. Well, but that's. That's pretty good. Yeah. Scatman. I mean, that's farther back. I'm really talking about like like 2010 on, like where the music industry is like fundamentally different than it used to be. The pay structures, everything. Yeah. It's so different. I don't understand how I think that I don't know probably there are probably some hip hop one hit wonders. Well, I guess Fetty Wap is a one hit wonder. I guess. Yeah. Let's see. Was that a billboard hit? I don't know. Crazy Town Butterfly? Oh god. <laughs> god. That came up in that's a conversation. That was, that was in two thousand one. Yeah, so that's earlier than I'm talking about. I'm talking about... Yeah, like in the last five years. In the last- okay, so like, what about all the American Idol people? That Things have changed, right? Sure, but was it what? a song that like... There's a lot of American Idol... That penetrated Idol- that zeitgeist, though. Now we've all three said the word zeitgeist <laughs> in this fucking Yeah, but podcast. only one has said penetrated. 
Jesus. Um, Deep inside. Taylor Hicks. Inside guys. Do I Make You Proud was 2006. That the guy with like gray hair? I have no clue. From a, oh, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. even to pretend. Okay. That I know. But I'm really like, even that is earlier than I'm thinking. Like, I'm thinking since streaming and downloads became the. Well, hell, is it? St- I'm assuming. See, I yeah, feel like- no, it is now. Yeah. So I think that it might be too early. I think that it, in 2020 or 21, if we asked this question, we'd be able to look back. But like seven years, you know, like eight I years. I don't know. I, I feel like if you had a hit in 2012 and you haven't put out anything that's really popular. You could have had your sophomore slump and then. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just hopeful. For, I don't think Megan for all the great have music. A big hit. No, I don't either. But was that like what? What makes something a big hit now? That see, that was after. That was like three years ago, right? four years ago. Right? I have no idea. Yeah, when that it was like four hit. years ago. So I, that's safe. Look to, it up. I'm, I'm curious if it's just a. It's a ton of radio play now that seems like to to reflect the top forty and and downloads. But you constantly have like Beyonce is always at the top, right? Like Drake is always at the top. People like Megan Trainer are always going to be at the top of that list. 2014. Okay. So Megan yeah. Trainer is a very good example. Sure. She has not had another one. Yeah. And I bet she won't. Well, I mean, she still has songs that are played on, you know, G105 and stuff like uh, that. Okay. She's got a new album out. I don't know if it's the same popularity as that, but. See, that's another one where, you know, well, it's I kind think of one a- hit wonders are a dying breed, man. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It also matters how you do the definition. If your definition sure. of a one-hit wonder is you're on, you get a number one hit, and then you never break the charts again, then yeah, there's a lot few and far between. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if if your definition is, uh, you know, you have a number one hit, and then you don't have another number one hit, but you maybe are on the top 100, then, you know, Megan Trainer or whatever, she technically is not a one-hit wonder then, because she's been on the top 100 twice. I don't know. Well, I thought she had to be in the Maybe you just said that and I zoned out. But, yeah, uh, that's what I said. Like, there's two definitions. Okay. And, and for this, it doesn't well, really Being matter. in the top 100, uh, that seems too too broad. Too easy to get into the top oh, 100. Yeah, absolutely. Too easy. I thought the constant was you had to register at number one for even if it was just a week, you had to register number one to See, be I, a one hit wonder. I thought it was top 10. Top 10. Yeah, well, here we are. Okay. Either I way, don't, we'll don't want to pull apart this definition for one hit wonders. You know, even though it, one or the other. It's it's a song that lasts the t- test of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. then it doesn't happen again. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just getting old. I just feel like like the last ten years there are only a small handful of artists who are popular enough to be huge and everybody knows them mm-hmm. in a way that wasn't the case twenty thirty years ago. I don't know. I think that. Because people's tastes are too diffuse. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I, I think what's happening is we're just getting older. And then Probably you, you stop listening to the music on the radio. I, I read something that said after 30. But even on the radio, I mean, like, uh, no, I feel like no 16-year-old listens to the radio. No, they mm-hmm. listen to YouTube. Yeah. Which is basically the radio. Sure. Okay. So, you know, what? however you get it. Yeah. But you don't, you don't actively look for new artists after 33 is what i read is that is that you i'm right on time like right around 33 <laughs> is when your music like your music taste is your music taste and you're and you're not really going out trying to find new stuff unless it becomes a zeitgeist hit 
boom, said it again. Nice. Well, that's true. I mean, I've been listening to the same like fat records bands for you know twenty years now. Hey, I'm I'm okay with that, man. Um, that's that's good. I feel like we can move over, move on to some other. I've got some questions that are not necessarily. Up. I've got some questions. Okay, so I wrote down in my notes that the type of one-hit wonders are usually like serious songs. They're either or they're funny or they're from a movie that caught on. Mm. I can't really think of any other type of one-hit wonders. That's pretty much how they are. I think we kind of went over that. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about actors who were one-hit wonders. So I've got this list of thing we made up. Yeah, but I thought it was kind of fun. You know. But there are a list of like movies that are huge that actors were in and then never, never so did like, anything else. Would an example be like Haley Joel Osment in Sixth Sense? I mean, he's been in other yeah. movies, but Sixth Sense is that's the one. the one that he's really like. He was in what was the one AI? I imagine or, there's got to be a lot of child actors. On yeah, that, so right? child actors are definitely on this list. So I've got Alex Winter from Bill and Ted's Sweet. Adventure. Well, he's there's two though. <laughs> I don't know. Was uh, Bogus Journey as famous or as? Popular is excellent adventure. That's true. I mean, but I think we can add like sequels and trilogies and okay. stuff. Sure. Like, okay, so mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe. It's been in a lot of movies, but they were all, you know, yeah. the only what ones people care done? about. Yeah. What else is he doing outside of Harry Potter? He ain't George Clooney. And then the kid from E.T., Henry Thomas. Yep. Mm-hmm. No idea what else he's done. Yeah. So these are all child actors. Yeah. Child Peter actors. Ostrom from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. These are all kids. Yeah. I, I Danny think... Lloyd from The Shining. Oh, wait. No. Here we <laughs> oh, go. Okay. Paul there's Hogan been more than one crocodile, crocodile Dundee. Dundee. Yeah. Hasn't there? Yeah, there's been like four. Yeah. Some of the so I feel like child actors are a different category. Because there's gonna be a ton of Mark Hamill. Oh, oh fuck. That's right, Mark Hamill. Uh, Mark Hamill, yeah. He's been uh, yeah, I mean it's a good example though. Fair enough. What else did he do? He's the Joker. The voice for the Joker, he's like sure. That's Joker. No, he's not the best Joker. He's the, well He's a great anyway. voice for the Joker. Yeah. Uh and then the Wing Commander games. <laughs> Yeah, he hasn't done much else. Um, um yeah, these are all but kids. I love I'm just kind of skipping down. Um, yeah, all of them are kids actors. So the top two was Shannon Elizabeth from American Pie. She was the girl who got naked. Oh yeah, and then Macaulay Culkin, number one, Home Alone, and they're all kid actors. So this is a fucked up list. Like what I really wanted to see was a list of actors who like had one big role. They got their break, and then they and then... fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have to do more. Well, what about like um what? <laughs> I was talking with Blair, my wife, the lovely and talented Blair. Um, and she was like, she was rattling off other stuff, one hit wonders, not just music related. And she was like, oh, like, like the girl that played Allie McBeal. Like, yeah. You know that show? Well, you remember that I mean, show, Allie McBeal? Like, yeah. Whatever. What else did she do after that? You know? She was definitely a one hit wonder. What yes. other TV? Seen her. I mean, um, some of the f- actors from Friends. Yeah. Right? Some of the actors from... No, not Seinfeld. They all kind of had... A they all one did thing. a thing, yeah. Well, I don't know. The only other thing Michael Kramer did is drop in bombs. Yeah. Well, yeah. he got known for it. I mean, he was in UHF, but, uh, you know, that he's known for. Oh, then also that fantastic film um, with Brendan Fraser. Oh, right. Right. Airheads. <laughs> Classic. Other one-hit people who are one-hit wonders. Um... Hoping Mike Pence is one. <laughs> yeah. Politicians who are one hit I would I'm I I think you guys can guess which politician I'd like to be one hit wonder. Mm-hmm. Um Anthony Weiner. 
he was more than a one hit wonder unfortunately. unfortunately yeah unfortunately he got a he got a, another chance at that hit patrick fugit that's a fun name so he was the guy from most famous almost famous uh what else do we got here okay so celebrity one hit wonders okay restaurants <laughs> that you go to that you only ever buy one thing from like they're like only one thing is good at said restaurant i would i would consider that restaurant like a one hit wonder like they've got one thing you should really get everything else is fine when but- you said restaurants i immediately thought you mean places you only eat at once that's usually just cuz they're terrible yeah no not that it's not that at all well i got food poisoning so like mcdonald's to me is a one hit wonder <laughs> Because I, the only thing I ever get at McDonald's is an ice cream cone. Well, yeah, there's nothing you can eat at McDonald's. Yeah. I can eat fries. Oh, that's right. You're vegetarian, not vegan. Yeah. Okay. Um, but their no, ice mean, there's, cream. There's things that I, there's things that I like and like, I would only get those things, but they're never enough to get me to go to that place to do it. So it's, it's hard to think. So you guys don't have a thing where like, the oh only- no, that, I, that's every single restaurant. I, oh. I order the same thing everywhere I go. But but would you say like nothing else is good? This is what you need to get. I wouldn't know. Like for me, like Mc- <laughs> I find one thing at a restaurant and that's all I ever order. Really? Go to the place. Yeah. I'm, club sandwich? I'm really boring. <laughs> no, I don't mean like the same, <laughs> the same ex- single thing, but single thing. like if I find something on a menu at a place, I'll probably won't branch out. So I know a friend that. who we go everywhere and if there are chicken fingers, she orders chicken fingers. It's not your daughter, right? No. It's like someone your age. It's an adult? Yeah, you know her. Just loves chicken fingers. Yeah. Mm. So you guys can't think of anything like that. I don't know. That's tough because there's like, I mean, like a Frosty at Wendy's would kind of be that for me, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, fuck Wendy's food, really. I don't, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like... When I go to, but I'd get like Wendy's. For, I would I would swing by Wendy's for a frosty or whatever, mm-hmm. and maybe get some of their fries and dip fries. And All right, fries. everyone, at me out there. <laughs> I know that other people have to have a one hit wonder food choice. Yeah, every single place. I name a restaurant. I'll tell you what I get there. But would you be? But could you say like Long John Silver? I've never been to a Long John. <laughs> Damn, he just <laughs> fucked you up. All right, that one. Yeah, I don't have a. I don't have a go-to order at Long John. Dunked on, bro. <laughs> he just got dunked on. All right, I think that we've talked about one-hit wonders. I think we're in a good place to review them. Is there anything else you guys Love want to it. bring up before we move on? Hmm. No. I like. I love one-hit wonders, man. If. uh if it wasn't for Ace of Base, I saw the sign. I wouldn't have gotten into Ace of Base, and I love Ace of Base. <laughs> I don't. I don't even think they're one hit. I one. see you have Mighty Mighty Boston's up there. I guess they're a one hit wonder, aren't they? Yeah. See, it's so weird. The the handful of bands that that I love. I mean, Rancid. What was their hit? Black Cat, Black Shoes. Black, oh, black I didn't see that. Wait, how goes a time bomb? Wait, wait, wait. Time bomb got to the top ten. Top ten, nope. buddy. Wow, that's yeah. surprising. All right. Wow. That's the impression that I get. <laughs> That's my mighty mighty boss. Uh, wait, what's his? I mix him up with what is his name? See, I feel like I'm, I don't know the guy from Mighty Mighty Mister Boston. I have no clue what his name is. Dicky Betts. All right, or that's the name. Of oh the no, from, it's Betty Dix. 
See, because <laughs> Dickie Betts was in like Leonard Skinner or some shit. Uh, well, <laughs> see, am I thinking of the guitarist from the Almond Brothers, the Almond Brothers or am I thinking yeah. of the singer from Mighty Mighty Boss? Uh, I think it makes up Becky all tits. the time. Yeah. Beggy tits. <laughs> Beggy tits. Hold on, I gotta look this up now. Thinks his name. Dickie Barrett. There you go. Okay. Dickie Barrett. So Dickie Betts is Almond Brothers. Dickie Barrett is. Just Mighty Mighty glad everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, let's listen to a band that's just a bunch Leonard of Skinner guys. and Allman Brothers, same fucking thing. <laughs> They're pretty close. <laughs> you guys want to play some games? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's play some games. More bands should have a just a guy who dances. All right, so this is the I'm Too Sexy game. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, just to let you know that I'll probably... I'm going to splice in the I'm Too Sexy song here, but... I'll do that in post. I want you guys, I'm going to say I'm too sexy for my, mm-hmm. and then I want you two to basically battle it out to list the least sexy thing possible. <sighs> mm. My God. Okay. And so it's, I'm too sexy for my, and then I will say that I'm too sexy for my. Yeah, okay. And then I'll probably finish off the song because it has to rhyme. Right. Yeah. So we're gonna start with Jason. I'm too sexy for my moo moo. Too sexy for my tutu. What you think about that? I'm too sexy for my the back of Donald Trump's scalp. Too sexy for my. That's the only one I have lined up. I don't know. Uh, what do you think about that? Okay, we're gonna go one more round here. I'm too sexy for my cauliflower ear. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, you know what? That's a turn. Dog, dog water. <laughs> what do you think about that? Cauliflower ear is one of those things that sounds way grosser than it, than it is. Though. Have you ever put one in your mouth? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Amos, last one. This is your redemption song. No, it's not. There's nothing. You know how I am on the spot. Um, <laughs> I'm too sexy for my... You really just want me to say foot? Too sexy for my... Other foot? What do you think about that? <laughs> I feel you're great, though. All right. I'm pretty sure Jason won this one. Handle it. I love it. That was fantastic. All right, guys. I'm going to be completely honest with you. This next game... I'm really high. I, <laughs> I, I got ripped, and I wrote this weird-ass song. <laughs> weird, weird-ass game. Weird game. And, uh, fuck. We're going to play it. So this is what's going to happen. You're going to give me a number three times. And this number is going to be a instrumental one-hit wonder that I'm going to play in the background. A type of voice that you're going to use to read a either a recipe by Guy Fieri or a missed connection. Hmm. Completely lost. Yeah, but I don't know the do rules it. of this game. Let's let's get into it. Yeah, let's so, do it without any further explanation and see what yep, happens. See what happens. I don't know what you're expecting. <laughs> Jason, give me a number from one to four. Two. Good choice. Classic. Classic. Give me a number of one to six. For me? Nope. Jason. Uh, five. I like two better. And give me a uh, of one to three now. One. All right. Jason, what I'm going to need you to do is read this recipe by Guy Fieri um, as a ghost. 
And in the background, as a ghost, I am going to play Yakety Sax. Additionally, this Cincinnati chili, although I grew up <laughs> with it as a farmer's market spaghetti that my grandmother discovered at the 1933 World's Fair. I deemed it weird spaghetti as a child, but good weird. A family favorite we enjoy with just pasta and cheese. Cincinnati chili is served with shredded cheddar, oyster crackers, chopped onion, and kidney beans. <laughs> it also sounds like I'm a fucking announcer on The Price is Right. <laughs> like, talking about fucking sh- chili beans soup. Do you need me to continue this? <laughs> <laughs> Because there's more. I think in a large saute pan. I think that all this proves is it doesn't matter what you say over yakety sex. It's funny. You have a do you have a system for coming up with these? I don't know. It's like you had a Mad Libs uh, thing and you just plugged in stuff. All right, Amos. Give me a number one to three. Can't, can't wait to see where this goes. <laughs> one to three, one to five, one to three. Three, two, four. All right. In the stylings of your father, God. I want you to read this misconnection that I just sent you. Oh, yes. Over chariots of fire. My dad. All right. Hey, uh, you left your 36 value pack of condoms and organic multi-grain whole wheat bread at my uh, farmer's market table this past Saturday. See, it sounds nothing like him, but I can't do his voice. You you had that, that one of them receipts for the condoms, but it, it, what really shocked me, I really had no idea condoms were this expensive. <laughs> and I was shocked because although these look like really good ones, it cost me almost 40 bucks. I was delighted. Delighted is definitely not a word my dad would use. Because if nobody claimed them, I'm exchanging them for four tubes of Maybelline Great Lash Mascaras. You know, a true classic. And some sunscreen. I didn't see it, nor did any of my employees, but I imagine you to be a male born in the 90s or 2000s. Optimus. Anyone who knows my dad and then listens to this, which I don't know if any of my family members listen, are going to go, what's he doing? Because this isn't how he talks at all. I just can't do an impression of my dad. I'm imagining him running on a beach. <laughs> of course you are. Because of the song. <laughs> right. Have you ever seen Chariots of Fire? I haven't. I'm going okay. to do the last one, I think. Uh, what are the other... Uh, no, it doesn't matter. Well, I was going to have... So, Whisper, a mom from Brooklyn... Oh, see that I could have right out of the park. Oh yeah, you want to do? Nah, nah, I don't want to do another one. <laughs> I just want to make the claim. A mom from Brooklyn, I just oh think my Rosie Perez. <laughs> I think about I used to date a girl whose mother was from Brooklyn, and I just think of that voice. It's basically Fran Drescher. I'm gonna do mom from Brooklyn. Wipe <laughs> over this. Did you lose a ham? Perhaps a beer broke into the kitchen and stole it from a counter where it was cooling and then discarded it because it was overly salty. Or perhaps. 
that's you in some other scenes, though. You just were, were snacking on it during Moog Fest. And then, you know, when you woke up Monday morning next to the trash cans in the chicken alley, it was gone. I'm not sure of all the possible scenarios until which someone might lose a ham. It was in worse shape when I saw it, but I'm, I'm glad that maybe you had a few bites of it. It's a bone-in ham. I'm not sure it's uh, obvious from the photo that I've attached to the email, but it's been eaten on some side and definitely seriously meat on it, so you should probably come pick it up. Anyways, it's laying in the mulch between the Civic Center and the sidewalk. I'll, uh, I'm sure you'll be relieved to know where it is. I just realized that what you're reading is just the second half of what you sent me. <laughs> this yeah. is a very long missed connection. Yeah, it's, uh... Oh, that was the second half yeah. of yeah. the misconnection? He just kept going. He just texted kept me going. a book. With this bone-in ham, still a little meat left on that bone. I didn't pick it up or anything. It's just still in the bushes there. Are you guys <laughs> ready to rate and rank one-hit wonders? Absolutely. On a scale of one, one being... Uh, right said Fred. And ten being... A really good tune that I can't think of right now. Where do you put One Hit Wonders? I'd say eight. Right? Yeah. There's nothing bad about them. Yeah, I'll go with eight. I'm good with eight, too. <laughs> that was really easy. I, Nailed it. You know, One Hit Wonders are great. Now, while we put this on the everything list... We gotta find its spot. Jason, I want you to think about what we're gonna be reviewing next season on Let's Review Everything. Where would you like to start on this list? You know, I'd love to try to make a, re- a compelling argument for why one hit wonders are the best thing in existence, but I don't think I could do it. So I should probably start at the bottom or near the bottom, or like the middle. Yeah, I think that we can safely say that one hit wonders are better than air fresheners. Better than theater snacks. Oh, yeah. Better than soda pot. Yeah. Better, well, than, better than the hit movie Junior. Well, okay. So those songs could all still exist and those people not be one hit wonders. So I don't know. I mean, if, if there was no such thing as a one hit wonder, that would mean means they all had another hit. They all had another. That's actually kind of nice. Yeah, it'd be good. It really, if one hit wonders weren't a thing and it just meant that... Or did that mean that success. the only people who have success are the ones who could have more than one hit? I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot either of, way. There are a lot of great songs that if we just removed all the one hit wonders, they'd be gone. It'd be okay. And I don't know. I want those to stick around. So do I. So that's why I think that they're better than Soda Pop. Yeah. And I would rather listen to all the one hit wonders... Than watch Junior. ...over and over and over. Oh, yeah, then have to watch Junior over and over? Yeah. I mean, nothing against Junior, but... Memes? Are one-hit wonders... Uh, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, better than memes. Are one-hit wonders better than Brendan Fraser? I think we're getting in the right area. Probably. I feel comfortable putting them above Brendan okay, Fraser. Okay, so here's a good one. Are one-hit wonders better than 90s dance music? There's a big overlap here. Well, yeah, to me, yeah, because most 90s dance music are one-hit wonders. Yeah, that's... So it 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 uh, includes all of '90s or not all of it, but a lot. Okay, because I think this is where it ends. Do you think one hit wonders are better than chain restaurants? If you got rid of all chain restaurants, 
and replace them with local Fred. places. Well, not Right Said Fred. There are better songs than Right Said Fred. Uh, I'd still rather have the one-hit wonders. Really? Than like Applebee's? Yeah. What's your one-hit wonder at Applebee's? What do you? Open? I haven't been to Applebee's enough to know what I would order every time. Apple teeny, maybe. Well, I mean, maybe my drink. I'm there. actually okay putting it above chain restaurants. Yeah. What about online dating, though? <sighs> Objectively, I don't know. It's hard. Like uh, for me, I feel like I wouldn't be very good at. I mean, not that I'm good at dating, but I wouldn't have met my girlfriend, most likely. So I'm glad it exists. Objectively, I have to think that online dating has done better things for people and for humanity than what hit wonders. Well, I, I don't know. I always feel like if, if online dating didn't exist, we people would still date. Like, how many people do you think have met at concerts of one hit wonders versus how many people have met through online dating? I don't know. That's a. I think online dating. I prob- can't get any numbers on that. <laughs> You're the data guy on this show. You gotta oh, God. <laughs> Probably online dating. I don't know. I think that one hit wonders are not as good as online dating. You think they're better than online dating. I don't I don't know. <laughs> so let's do a I could put them there. Let's do a split then. Jason, you're gonna be our, our decider here. The great decider. Oh no. What I'm gonna do with all this responsibility. One hit wonders better or worse than online dating? I think, uh, man, I think objectively better than online dating. So under Nick TV, which I think I'm okay with. Sure. If I were to ask you between Nick TV, would you put Nick TV over one hit wonders? I'm going to say Nick TV better, but this is entirely subjective. I can't be objective about it. Yeah, I can. I think that that's a good place for it. So, under Nick TV, above online dating, one hit wonders. Felt like one of the trickier ones to place. So it is really. The new number 17. So it, for now. <laughs> Until we change the whole list. Until it slides it down. It's totally not the new number 16, 17. I have all of this fucked up. Let's see. 16. 19. The new number 19. The list is corrupted. Yeah, the list has been corrupted. One hit wonders. Jason. Yes, thank you so much thank you guys for, for joining us it's been a lot of fun yeah it's, awesome. it's been super fun yeah what are we going to be reviewing next season on let's review everything I've, I've put a lot of thought into it and um i hope you guys haven't done it or or done anything like it already but what about stand-up comedians or oh, stand-up oh, in general stand-up that's a good one that's stand-up a comedy one. as a thing or just stand-up comedians in general yeah well, we can't have like 60% of our former guests on. Oh, no. I'm totally going to invite a comedian to review I think you comedy. Have a stand up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Comedians reviewing comedy in cars. The new Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Sounds like a new Jerry Seinfeld. That's going to be fun. Uh, Amos, week to week, thank you very much for coming on. And the last part of every podcast mm. ever is called Amos Thoughts, where Amos takes the zeitgeist of the current topic, wraps it up into one thoughtful prose, and presents us 
some insightful guidance. Amos. Listeners, I'm never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Never going to mess around and hurt you. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Let's review everything. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>